When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, happy Friday. Hope you're looking forward to another massive weekend in the Skybet Championship. Proper corporate start, that Oh, was. dear me. <laughs> uh, we're joined by Phil Talentire, the old DME to the left, and, and Chris Garbutt, now regular Garbs. Yeah. He's yeah. certainly got the memo because he's drinking, out, drinking bean out of a burrow mug. So I'm, look, I'm looking at uh, some of the names on this mug here. And I, say, I'm, I, 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 wish they, I wish they were playing tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> just, just at a glance here, if you, if you could have one of the names you could see in the burrow team tomorrow, who would it be? This doesn't work too well on radio, does it? But no, I'll, I'll go quickly a few of them. Janino, uh, uh, Wilf Mannion, Boateng, Madron, Super Cooper, Geiska, Ravenelli, Camsell, Murdoch. Higgy, Platt, Pallister, Jones, Jankovic, Slaven, Brian Robson, every day of the yeah, week. Yeah, I was just about to say Robbo. Maybe he's not in his in his borough days, but you know, in in his pomp, late eighties. Or yeah. a little name on the side there, Sunes. Yeah, he'd drag you through. Yeah. He'd drag you through that yeah. game tomorrow, wouldn't he? Wouldn't you wouldn't fancy lining up against him, <laughs> would you? Took the words out of my mouth. No. no, I remember when he used to play. Uh, Sunday league and I wasn't known for my tackling ability or my willing to get to get stuck in and sometimes you'd, you'd, you'd line up you'd look across the centre midfield and play alongside him oh, here we go this is going to be an easy afternoon as well uh, alongside Besic in the middle of the park he'd slot in any team wouldn't he oh, well I well talk to team news Patrick Bamford's missing on Saturday at, uh, at Derby um, obviously safety comes first and, and Tony Pulis said in his press conference on Friday that he wouldn't be risked uh, which would present an opportunity for British Sombolonga. Now, Pulis has called for a Sombolonga to come to the party, which has been the uh, the phrase of the second half of the season, really, where Sombolonga is concerned. He said it over and over again. Phil, we'll start with yourself. It's been he, he scored 13 goals at Sombolonga. He scored 12 by by Christmas or whenever it was uh, earlier than Christmas. I think it was end of no- November, wasn't it? Which, which, if you'd have taken that when he'd signed, you'd, you'd have snapped the handle. It's been an up and down season. Yeah, you can almost. Use the old cliche season of two halves, hasn't it? Everything was going well. It was that Birmingham match, I think, around about November, where I think he scored both goals. Borough went back in the top six, or in the top six at the time, um, and everything looked rosy. I mean, it wasn't a great game, if, if memory serves, but you think, well, in the past, Borough have made some big signings, haven't you? Think of, of Hanso Alves, people like that, the broken club records to sign strikers, and they hadn't worked. Now, Brit was working. I know he missed odd chance, but I say time and again, a, a Brit Sombolonga wouldn't be in the championship if he could take every chance that fell his way. You know that's the only flaw really in his game, isn't it? I know if people question his work rate or his positional sense and things like that, but he scores goals, and I think that's an underrated skill this day and age. Um, I don't get the criticism around him. I think he. I don't think he's been handled particularly well. Um, I don't see why Tony felt the need to sort of call him out as often as he has done. He's done that a couple of times, hasn't he? Yeah, he's done it with certain players. And I understand that managers do play mind games and some players might respond to that and some don't. So I'm not privy to what goes on in the dressing room. So we might, you know, somebody else might say to us, oh, you won't believe the impact Tony's had on Britta Sombolonga over the last few weeks. He's really now getting the best out of him. And, and I understand that we're not privy to that, but I don't like to hear certain players who clearly look down on their confidence, look look a bit short of self-belief, 
you know, if he misses a chance, he gets hammered for it, doesn't he? Other players can, you know, don't seem to get the same um, level of, um, I don't know what you call it, um, scrutiny, really. Um, you know, it was similar with uh, Patrick, wasn't it? You know, he could score a goal, but Pulis would often mention the fact that he'd missed a good chance early. Well, you, you, you tell me a striker who hasn't missed a good chance. Um, more often than not, uh, in, in every match they play, it's the nature of the business. So I'm a big fan of Brit. I think he's got a lot to offer the club. Where he goes from here, I do not know. If Borough go up or stay, sorry, if Borough don't go, up, I do go. Up. Either way, I'm not sure he's got a future at the club. I uh, I didn't see Football Focus last weekend, but I was on BBC T's in midweek with Paul Addison, and he he'd said that on the feature about Borough, I don't know whether you saw it, Gabs, um, at the end when uh, Clem from the Beeb walked through and, and Patrick Bamford was in the reception area, and and I think he'd said to Bamford, you know, just just passingly, be honest. And this was, was on camera. Be honest. When Tony Pulis came in, did you think that you you'd be the main man up front? And Bamford, um, honestly enough, had, had said no. I think when Pulis came in. We probably weren't the only ones who thought, mm. you know, Bamford didn't fit the bill. So too, probably um, Adama Traore. I thought British Sombolonga would. I thought mm. I know. I know he's not a massively imposing um, figure, towering figure like Rudy Gastet, but he certainly puts himself about. Well, what, why do you think that hasn't been the case? We, we sort of stumbled through a peculiar set of circumstances to get where we are with regards to, you know, who, who's playing. I fully would have expected Gusted to continue playing up front had he not got injured. That chance then came to Bamford. You know, a few people sort of said, "Would it be Brit?" I remember two away games in particular: Preston just after Tony Pulis took charge, and the win at Queens Park Rangers, uh, where Brit Sombolonga was hauled off after about fifty minutes in both games, and it was quite evident that that Pulis was not happy with the output from Brit. You know, he was working his socks off, but I think he's one of them them players that. Benefits from doesn't have to be a striker up alongside him, but bodies up along you know, in and around him because he sort of feeds off scraps that that, that, that chaos can create. You know, he, he, he definitely works out. I wouldn't say that he's not putting a shift no, in. No. I just think that Bull around playing to his strengths, like like you said, Phil. Um, I think he's also short on confidence, and I remember a couple of them chances towards the back end of the Nottingham Forest game that you know a British song belonger on song put in the back of the net. Um, so he's drastically short of confidence. I think he's. He's a bit of a mercurial character, Brit, isn't he? And I can imagine him suffering when he's not high on confidence. Um, so he needs a goal. Obviously, he got that at, at Burton, but then was, you know, wasn't given the chance to, to, to carry that on and was put back on the bench the following week. Um, so he'll, he'll be hoping that tomorrow his, his, his goal comes. And, and you know, <laughs> I think I mentioned a, a couple of weeks ago on, um, I think it was on, on a podcast that Borough going into the playoffs can do with... A fit and firing British on Belonga and Patrick Bamford. Yeah. Um, you know we can't be pinning all our hopes on on Bamford. We need we need we need both of them. It may come to a time when both of them are on the pitch. You mentioned so, there his confidence. He, he he hasn't his his head's not down. No. On no. the pitch, he's he's kind of responded well as far as you can see. Mm. Game to game, he's coming on and he there's no stroppiness there. There's you know he's, he's kind of sticking at it. Mm. But, but you can also see the frustration when there's missed chances. I can't remember what game it was. Might have been late stage of the Nottingham Forest home game where where he had that glorious chance really and, and, two, and, yeah. and he spooned it wide. Yeah. It was it was well wide. There was um, one way where he sort of went through almost one and one. It was felt it was feet. And he started to put it past the keeper and he sort of stumbled. Hmm. Is this the toughest spell of his career? I know he's had injuries, but 
largely, when he's been fit and available, he's been preferred and, and played by managers. Yeah, we look at his record. He's scored goals just about everywhere he's been, hasn't he? Um, I wouldn't like to say whether it's his toughest spell. I think it's a huge challenge because of where he's at in his career at the moment. He, he's come to Borough as a £15 million record signing. Um, you know, as I said before, for the first three or four months, it looked like he was, you know, flying, absolutely flying. And now, you know, he, he must, if he's being honest, if Tony Pulis stays as manager, I don't see what future he's got at the club necessarily. Now, we don't know what's in the back of um, the, the manager's mind and the chairman's mind, but you think that Borough made a big effort to get Mitrovic, for example, in January. It's mm. clearly that was, he would, have, he would have started every match had he been here. You, you, don't, you don't bring a player in like Mitrovic when you've already got Bamford, Gisted and um, Sombolonga and, and not playing. So it's really intriguing. I think, I think football's all about opportunities arriving. Bamford's opportunity arose, didn't it? And he took it brilliantly. He took it absolutely, you know, yeah, if, you, if we'd spoke about Patrick Bamford when we, we talked about him in November and December, he looked like a broken man, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He lacked lack of confidence. He wasn't, it, nothing we tried seemed to come off for him. And suddenly his career is back on track now and he's flying. And I think that could happen with Brit. But whether it happens with Borough... I mean, we, we go, you know, Borough could potentially have, what, um, three more league games and um, at least two playoff games in, let's hope, a playoff final. So there's six matches. You know, we already know that Patrick's unlikely to feature um, against Derby. And there could be more ramifications from that. That was a nasty fall. Um, he might... Brit might be the man... Pulis has to turn to for, for, for some of the biggest games of the season now if he has a good spell suddenly it all turns mm. on its head again but you, you kind of feel like Chris said earlier um, you, there were signs very early on in Pulis's time as manager virtually virtually straight after he walked through the door that he'd made his mind up about Britt um, suddenly a player who started every single match for Borough was suddenly having to fight for his place in the team he probably didn't feel loved probably didn't feel wanted and that was a big call from Tony Pulis. So there must be something within his game or his attitude or whatever it is on the training ground that, that, that the manager's not 100% about. Just, just on um, comparing kind of Bamford and Brith, I guess, the, and, and Bamford taking his chance. I, get the difference, the, I guess the difference is Bamford was playing, wasn't he? But he was being used out on the left side. Yeah. Um, now, Bamford playing up front has not only benefited Bamford, but I think it's also benefited the team in that they've the found now a shape that they've stuck to. But uh, if a Sombolonga comes in and, and takes his chance, if he scores two at Derby, does does he keep his place in the team? Will Abs- he keep his yeah. place in the team? A- absolutely, yeah. I mean, uh, but do you think he would? Do you think he would? Um, say if Bamford was to be fit again if for Bamford Millwall, was to be fit for Millwall, for, for Millwall. But, but a Sombolonga had scored two at Derby. Yeah, I, 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 I think I would. I would seriously hope that Pulis would continue with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's not a case of like like I mentioned a couple of minutes ago. It's not a case of right. You know, it's it's you, you're, you've got the shirt now. Now you, Bamford, you're going to need both of them. And you know, Pulis isn't 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 afraid or shy of making changes in a game throughout a game. You know, we've seen it at at various various games um, over the last sort of five to six weeks. Burton, where first half of Burton, Burton yeah, three changes. At yeah, after half an hour, took Johnny Alston off and went two up front. Um, made changes at the, the two away games that I mentioned, Preston and, and, and QPR. Um, so he's not afraid to do that, and you know, both both of them players have to be ready to step up and, and, and deliver at any given point. Through, you know, throughout throughout the what what we hope will be six games. Um, I, you know, 
I hope, I hope that I hope he does score two, and then I hope Bamford comes on, you know, and plays against Millwall if he gets a chance and scores two. I want them both scoring goals. I do think out of the three strikers that Borough have, I think for me Bamford's the best footballer. Yeah, pure, pure footballer. Yeah, probably the, probably the most intelligent bloke with the ball on the deck. I sort of say he's the best striker, but I certainly think he's the best footballer. Do you know what I've noticed with Bamford as well since it, since he sort of come in, since Pulis's arrival, is um, I think he's looking stronger physically. Um, he's winning a lot more balls in the air than, than, than I ever saw him or ever expected him to. He's holding the ball up better. Doesn't that, doesn't that come down to the confidence we strike as well? I mean, Maybe, yeah. How many players have we seen over Borough over, the, over recent years that have looked world, what a world beater for a few months and then looked as though you wouldn't get a game for, you know, for, for the local Sunday league team? On a, you, know, you know, it's weird, isn't it? Now, I do think a huge amount of it comes down to confidence. You know, Millwall being the classic example... There's not, a, there's not a manager in the division who would have envied Neil Harris's squad mm. at the start of the season, yet they're playing out of the skin, and they're probably playing out of the skin because they believe they can win every match they play. And I think with Bamford, for example, it's clearly a mental thing as much as a physical thing. Yeah. He, he looked at the start of the season like a player who didn't think he was going to get a run in the team, wasn't sure whether the manager rated him, wasn't sure where the next goal was coming from, um, had come off the back of two horrendous seasons, both in terms of you know personal situation uh, with regard to the teams he played for, and you look at him. You looked at him. You know, recent matches. You just thought, you know, you, you can name your price for it all of a sudden again, like we thought about him the last time we were here. So I do think so much of it is down to pure confidence. Yeah, I mean, t- teams ride the, the the crest of a wave, don't they? And, and it can be individuals who, who do that as well. Like you said, you know, isn't it funny how you know strikers can go five, six, seven games without scoring, they get one, then they, then they go on a streak, don't they? And it's just down to maybe it's that self-belief, you know, maybe it's having a shot when, if you're not very confident, you're not feeling on, on top of the world, you know, maybe you don't try that shot, you, you sort of look for a pass or you lay it off. Um, so yeah, you know, it's Bamford's obviously very confident in, in his game at the moment and hopefully if we can get Brick back back on that same sort of wavelength too, then uh, it, it's only going to benefit us for you, you mentioned Britain and the kind of future and what the future holds and coming to the summer, regardless of, of what division Borough are in, Pulis has a, an interesting decision to make. If, if he was to be made available, just about every team in the Championship would surely be king. I thought so. You know, you can. We, we, we do get a little bit, you know, we, we we're all guilty of it when we assess players and what they do and what they don't do. And it's so much of it is about what they don't do, isn't it? You know, you know particularly us in the press are probably guilty of saying, well, you know, he can do this, but he can't do these three key attributes. If somebody can score goals, he's priceless mm. for me. And I know Brit isn't, you know, the the complete article if you want to look at it in that sense. Um, and that's maybe why he's still in the Championship and not in the Premier League. But he's, he, 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 Borough paid a Premier League price tag for him, and they're probably playing in Premier League wages. So um, they clearly saw something in him. Ah. You're absolutely right. I just think he's got that knack, hasn't he? You know, he, he, you know, we we talk about you know he plays. You know, I don't rate Son Malonga. I don't rate him. I don't fancy him. I, I'm disappointed if he plays. And I'm thinking, well, didn't hear many people saying that in September <laughs> when he was banging them in for fun yeah. and looked finally the answer up front that Borough been searching for for so long. Mm. Um, same with Bamford. The amount Bamford was getting pelted, wasn't he? Mm. You know, for a while he, he played. He had that game at Bournemouth in the cup, and he struggled. He looked. He didn't really get any service. The, the ball wouldn't stick on it to his feet. Yeah. And then you look at him in another match, and everyone's saying, "Wow, he's look, he looks a world." Player. I think when when Bamford came in in January last year, I think that he sort of carried that 
you know, the, 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 the mindset that, that, that some Borough fans carried from what happened last year mm. and that we didn't invest properly, you know, if you like, in, in that January was that he was a failed signing, wasn't he? Mm. Him and Gusted came in, we didn't stay up. It was, you know, it was, a waste, it was a waste of money. He hardly plays. And now all of a sudden, you know, he's, he's on about getting national call-ups, maybe to Ireland, and, you know, he's, he's, he can't stop scoring. So, you know, football's a, it's a funny game and, and fans can be... But, 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 back, can. but back to the main point you made, Dom. I think if, if Borough made it clear that he was available, mm. I'd be amazed if... Even a promoted, a promoted team... He'd get in most championship teams, wouldn't he? Would, would you get your money back? Don't you, you've always got somebody with money to spend, haven't you? And you just hope that somebody with money to spend would come in for him. Borough would have a decision to make, wouldn't it? If they wanted, to, you know, if, if the best offer to get, they could get was six or seven million, mm. so it'd be know? a risk. To, it'd be a risk to sell a player. I mean, I'm personally, record, I mean, you look at Burr at the moment. I, I think we sometimes we've got to pinch ourselves. I know he's not fit at the moment. Borough have got Gestead, who was a proven championship goal scorer. Britton Belonga, who's a proven championship goal scorer, and Patrick Bamford, the same. Not many teams have got three front-line strikers who, who've done it in this division time and again. And I think, um, I think it'd be very bit of a gamble. Mm. You know, I think I would, people might talk about say, throw the name of Mitrovic in. Well, is Mitrovic a guy going forward you want to bank on as you, you go to a guy at the moment who's scoring goals for fun for Fulham, he looks happy, he's got out in Newcastle where he, there were issues. But is he, you know, temperament-wise, personality-wise... It's a big gamble, isn't it? You know, if you if you know you've got if you can keep Patrick, you, if you can show Patrick some love, and if he can build on what he's done so far, you've got a player. Mm. If you can do the same with British Sombolunga, you've got a player. Kostelny even perhaps, but I, I, you look at Mitrovic. If if, if Mitrovic was trapped the same way that Brit's being trapped now by Pulis, I, I, I can't see you put up with that. No, I think no. Kanovic has done a very good job, and, and, and yeah. um, Mitrovic has said as much, hasn't he? Yeah. Kanovic has worked. Yes. But once let's say Burr went for that knows. sort of play, yeah, yeah. it's a yeah. gamble, isn't it? Because yeah. you could get to October, and your and your squad system doesn't work because your your, your sulky central strikers chucked his toys out of his pram. Now I'm not saying he would do that. I'm just saying that's a possibility you've got to consider. Yeah. It's, it's all it's all going to be heavily dependent on. What, what set of circumstances Borough find themselves in yeah, come yeah. the beginning of June, isn't it? Yeah. What league are we in? Who's the manager? We know is Pugh's going to be in next year. I, I imagine he will be, but there's nothing set in concrete, is there? We, well, we, no. I'll put the question to you both of you just while we're on the subject. If you were the manager of Middlesbrough going in, planning the squad for next season, and Borough still in the Championship, would you be happy with those three as your striking options? Could you improve on them in that division unless you had an absolute shed load of money to spend? Could you yeah. really improve? I, I think Borough, I'm not sure you could. I think Borough have invested money in British Sombra longer and I think they need to invest some time in it as well. I, just, I think it'd be stupid to sell them in the summer if we don't go. Two more strikers, Martin Braithwaite and Ashley Fletcher, who were both... Uh, Dodge that question, by the way. I mean, I know I think three straight up. <laughs> I think you've got it spot on. You'd be hard-pressed to find three better strikers at the, same, mm. at the same time. Lasaga, it'd be interesting. Yeah. It'd be <laughs> With interesting his tights on, <laughs> how you could keep all three happy. Yeah, at yeah, the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a luxury championship clubs can't afford, isn't yeah, it? Really. Yeah, but then again, you know, we there's that many games. But then we know that Pulis likes to keep a settled team. So I was going to say, there, there's that many games you could happily, you know, tinker to keep them happy. But it, this manager won't do that. No. If he's got manager, if he's got players fit and available, he'll, he'll, yeah. he'll, he'll keep them in and play them. Yeah, he, he likes to. 
he likes an 11 that he can trust, doesn't he? Yeah. But I, I, I well, don't think that would be the case. But I don't think that would be the case. I think if Borough stayed in the Championship, uh, I don't think Braithwaite would be here next year. No. Um, and if they go, will he want to come back? I think, yeah, but would Pulis want them? Well, no, he suggested point. in January, didn't he, that he needs yeah. players who want to be round yeah. him. So it's yeah. almost as though, oh, now you're in the Premier League, I'll you come, come scurrying back. I, yeah. I don't expect to see Martin Braithwaite in Borussia. No. no. But then, he, he, we're talking about those three the, those three players having available there, Bamford, um, Gisted and Son Belonga. Well, he had those three in January. Yeah. And he looked to bring someone in. So yeah. he, he clearly thinks there's yeah. something missing. So, so we, we yeah. think you'd look at it on paper and think, you know, yeah, you can't, you, you can't well, get a better three than that. But, or you'd truly get a better three than that. But he clearly thinks there's something missing in But it. it goes back to my point I just made about you might find a player with better technical attributes than those three, but he might be a stroppy so-and-so. Mm. And that's, to me, in the championship, in the squad, in the squad game that you've got now, and unless you're one of the biggest clubs in the world, you can't accommodate players with egos on the bench week in week out because mm. it'll, dest- it'll destabilise the, uh, the the dressing yeah. room so I think I think it's a very dangerous game that Borough would go down if they think well I, I want to cherry pick that striker because mm. he's got those attributes meanwhile you've got three players who are potentially going to will occasionally sit on the bench mm. and not sh- chunter so I, I think well, there's, there's, I think there's, there seems to be harmony there at the minute I, mean, that was, I thought that was a nice touch when, when Patrick Bamford got carried off in British Samba Longa sort of give him a kiss on his forehead yeah. and you know which is, I, I, don't, I don't see there being any animosity that I'm not no. playing and I should be I'm the record signing this that and, and the I know you do I want a bit of mongling your players I get that that you want players who are a little bit nasty yeah, and yeah. horrible uh, you know and kick their own grannies to get in the team but you've got to have a balance haven't you yeah. I think the championship's a weird league and it seems to cough up strikers who who score a load of goals there's one striker every season who scores a load of goals that you wouldn't expect so uh, Chris Wood remarkable yeah. leads last season but there'd been little sign before that really I know, I know he was good in that Leicester team but there'd be little sign before that to say he's the striker yeah, yeah. he was getting pelters at Leeds Daryl Murphy that season for Ipswich you yeah. know, he played a full career being at Sunderland wherever else again you wouldn't have looked at him and thought I want to hang my mm. promotion hopes on this fella I think Samba Longa's done it year after year after year. Jordan Rhodes did it, didn't yeah. he? I know he's yeah. had a rough time. A rough time. <coughs> did it for yeah. yeah. Vidra scores goals at this level, doesn't he? Wherever he's been. But then again, Watford. there is always that question. There was a question with Rhodes, wasn't there, when, when Borough signed him as to why hasn't a Premier League club mm. taken a, a punt? Now, I think with the Samba Longa, the, the answer that's probably injuries because the injuries the, the, the injury came at the wrong Forest time came at a time mm. when he was really yeah. flying yeah. He, 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 if he'd he gone through that season fit, yeah, yeah, he, might yeah. gone, he might have gone that season well, but even with, yeah. that, even with the, that injury his goal record is yeah. largely unrivaled well in the, in the summer I mean we, we sort of pushed the ball out and, 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 and broke our transfer record to get Brit here but there was rumours and you know, sort of bits and bobs flying about that there, was, that there was Premier League interest in Brit yeah um, maybe some you know clubs that weren't prepared to, to, to pay what Borough were so Borough, Borough pushed the boat out and got the man but this, basically with, with, with players who play in the championship who you think can they play generally the reason why players don't play in the Premier League and they play in the championship is A they're, they're, they're very young or B they're inconsistent well I'd also make the other argument as well is about we, we were talking about the strikers for obvious reasons but if you play in a team that doesn't create chances and we saw that in the Karanka teams, didn't we? Mm. That that didn't that, that, that defended first and then tried to score goals. Um, I do think a lot of luck comes down to playing in the team that plays to your abilities. And you yeah. know, we've, we, we, we've been all been critical about Borough's midfield at times this season. The lack of creativity from you know resolving those issues on the left, on the right, whatever. Triori's been the difference, really, hasn't he? Mm. In terms of 
have given Borough a threat. And I think I think that's got to be factored in as well. You can sign the best strikers in the world, but if you can't get the ball to him, yeah. And I think that has been a problem with Borough over the years. That it's not a club you necessarily think of if you're a striker. Oh, I want to play for them because they'll play a certain style of football and it'll it'll benefit me. And I think there's a lot to be said about that. Mm. I think uh, at Sheffield United after the Sheffield United game, Pulis had said there that he thought it was the best Asombolonga had been since he came in. And I can't really remember Asombolonga touching the ball in the Sheffield United box. Which kind yeah. of shows, you know, what, what the manager's I, I think the Sheffield United game, I think he came out and said it was fantastic, Borough were fantastic in the second half and it was, I, th- I think basically what he was doing is he was saying things to make a paper over that first half. And take that form, take, second half form in the next yeah, match. Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. I think, um, I, I think, I think there is a, you know, we know Tony Pulis sets a team out a certain way and looks for a certain thing to play. And I'm not criticising that because it's got results from him in the past. So again, that's another caveat when we talk about certain players in certain situations is that, he, you, as you said earlier, Don, he, he knows what type of player he likes. And as you just made the point about Britain that match, you're struggling to think of a reason why we speak about him afterwards. But they, they also have to sit down and look at the work rate, don't they? They look yeah. at the number of... you know Runs uh, that go noticed yeah, and things you know, like the, that. Yeah. The, the actual ground they cover. And uh, I know a couple of people I spoke to, spoke to said they think just Brits just playing lazy. Now, maybe the stats back that up within the club. I don't know. I've never thought of him as a particular no, lazy player. No, I don't. No, no, but, no. So, but so, so, you know, so, but I just hope, and we've had this discussion before. I always bring it back and I can speak about it because Vic is near. But you know, the old Adoma, you know, the Albert Adoma question. Door swings yeah, off. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's always the, the argument, you know, whether he was a better player because he was defending more. Well, you know, in reality. For me, he was always the better player when he created twice as many chances and, scored, and scored twice as many goals. Mm-hmm. So that was an argument we can have again on the way to Derby and Saturday. Yeah, we'll bring that up in the car. Yeah, definitely. But on Bamford, um, was it the Nottingham Forest game where, where we gave him man of the match and, and he was given? Man, I think Neil Madison gave him man of the match on BBC Tees as well. I think it was Forest um, where he, he, he didn't score. Who scored the goals against Forest? My mind's gone blank. Um, Ayala. Stewie Downing got one. Stewie got one. Yeah. Of course, and Ayala, of course, he did, yeah. Um, and, and it wasn't a particularly eventful game for Bamford in that he, he didn't really have any clear cut mm. chances. Um, he, he, he wasn't a, a real threat in the box. But I think Neil Madison had given him man of the match. I think he got Vic giving him the three stars, or yeah. myself giving the three stars, who was on ratings duty that day. Because his, he'd worked, he'd led the line brilliantly well, his movement had caused his well, that's, that's, that's what you touched upon, isn't exactly. it? A bit earlier. Yeah, yeah. He, he seems was, to be a bit more of an all round centre forward. He was guy. strong, he was, he was work, he, he ran, literally ran the, the centre half ragged. Um, he's played on not, the balls of his face, he's got his chest yeah, out, he yeah. looks keen, he looks in, he's enjoying his game. <coughs> Obviously, a point to prove a perhaps against Karanga as well yeah, he'll be desperately disappointed he's not he's can't play to, you know, if what the reports are that he's not going to play he'll be disappointed because he, he'll have been one of to go well, there and I, score against Derby well, I, I still think that goal he scored down there three years ago is one of the best oh, finishes great ball from Tomlin an absolutely exquisite touch that's what he's all about for him they've been giving him chip as well haven't they yeah you just thought particularly at the age he was then you know you just thought there's a Premier League player all day long, yeah. and it's just a real shame that it didn't work out for him. But obviously, Borough could be the club that benefits. Yeah, and he seem, he does seem to have added to added to his his tools. You know, his armory that 
Before, I mean, a couple of goals from that season that spring to mind was that Derby one. I remember we beat Ipswich 4-1 at home mm. and he got a couple away, sort of yeah. like flicked it over the defender and span around. That, yeah, quality. He, he was running away from the yeah. goal and he put it in the opposite corner. But that, that's now, he, he seems stronger, he seems to be better in the air, he, he, he knows how to pull defenders, you know, for, pull defenders about and, and, that, and get the better of the centre-half. I mean, so he's good against Yeah. Yeah, it's finished. Oh, he goes goes. You forget about it yeah. until the last that's minute. Dynamite, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Sunderland, that, 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 both were good goals, but one yeah. of them in particular, you just think you can't, you you haven't been coached that. Yeah. You've got that in you. Yeah. You've got it, that instinct, that quick, that, that ability to think quickly on your feet, almost yeah. in milliseconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like one, he did with the Wolves goal. Yeah. Way, he went on the keeper at Sunderland, sort of like it went wide of the keeper, yeah. and he sort of managed to get his foot round it. That's just that's just natural. That pure, pure yeah. agility. Like, and, and that's what when you talk about you know. Whatever else you wanted Patrick Bamford to do on the pitch, you don't want to lose that. Yeah. You've got to, you've got to encourage it, and harness yeah. that, and get that out of him. Because in a tight game where you need a flash of magic, for me, and that's, that's why I think he was wasted out wide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never yeah. saw him as a wide player first. Uh, while we're talking centre forwards, we touched on him earlier, Martin Braithwaite. I remember when he when he was sold or when he moved when he went out on loan and on uh, on deadline day, the kind of general reaction was that's a risk. In that mm. even if it wasn't going to be uh, a nailed-on starter, even if he wasn't going to be as key a player as he was in the first half of the season, it was still a risk to let a player who, at that time, Borough weren't scoring a lot of goals. We were talking about yesterday, you, you, you forget that Pulis didn't win his first three home games and didn't score in those three games. So it was a risk to, mm. to make a decision like that on the back of that. Would, would he have made a difference in the well, second I mean, half of the season? I mean, me and you were speaking yesterday, Don, and just you know, without looking at any sort of paperwork and, 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 and records, when was the last time Borough didn't score? It's Cardiff mid mid February. Ah, right, yeah, 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 yes, Cardiff away. So that's a good stretch, isn't it? Yeah. Borough, Borough scoring every game at the minute. Um, I, I know that we did a couple of was it three out of four away games we scored three goals as well. Preston, QPR, QPR Sunderland. Sunderland. So Borough is scoring goals. It was maybe it was a little bit of a gamble at the time, but it's a gamble that's that's paid off because we're not. That's not where Borough. Are suffering. Um, are we the fourth highest scorers in the league? Yeah, fourth highest scorers since since Pulis came, came in. Yeah. So I mean, it could be. I suppose you could argue it could be a gamble if you know Touchwood it doesn't happen. But if you know we've got Bamford out, you set out, and then then you get an injury to, not, yeah. to your last remaining striker, yeah. and you are short and nothing. Well, stick Ayala up top then. Who's the R seven? You wouldn't want to go into the last five five games <clears> potentially for <throat> getting the playoffs or whatever. You, I love the fact you stuck with feet. feet. <laughs> I, I thought we were coming to close the, the closing stage of this, but clearly not. Just start his feet up. We, we've got our feet up at this stage of the season, and we on the well, home straight. But yeah, just, that, the only thing I would say is that the only gamble is that you know, um, Borough do suffer a real glut of injuries up front, and then yeah. Martin Braithwaite. Would, I would like to see him play up front more. I've got to be honest. I, yeah, never I, played as a centre forward. No, I mean it's the old Stuani argument again, is it? I'm not saying he's as good as Stuani, but. Well, it's frustrating to say, you know, you, mentioned, you just mentioned there, Bamford playing, playing as a wide player. These players are strikers, first and foremost. Yeah. And we are, we're judging them, you know, we're judging them on in positions where they, they, would, they would claim, that's not my best position. You're, you, you're writing me, Martin Braithwaite, off when I've played at number 10, number 11, number 7, mm-hmm. whatever, anywhere but up front, just about. How's he doing in in France, I haven't really. In and out. Last time I looked, last time I looked, he'd, uh, he was he couple mm. of substitute appearances. He hadn't scored, although admittedly that mm. was probably a month ago. I mean, he's probably got, he, he probably had one eye. You know, if he's been told Both he's not going to feature, but he's got eyes on the World Cup, and he yeah. especially with it, you know. With that. Will, will, will he play again for Borough? I'd be surprised. <coughs> no, 
And Ashley Fletcher, um, while we're talking strikers, obviously he made up the five at the start of the year that, we, that we've talked about. Hasn't really worked, got a plan for him at Sunderland. You can, you can understand, I mean, the loan move was the obvious option, wasn't it, in January? Mm. He had to be playing regularly, which he has done, but, but it hasn't gone to plan. Coleman talked about his confidence being really low, but then saw a real difference when he got that goal. I can't remember it was against Derby. Derby when they yeah, went to Derby. Was. What, what, what do you make of Fletcher? What, what does the future hold for him? Um, from what I've seen, and I don't want to say waste of money, but vastly inflated price tag for somebody that isn't proven at this level, um, and maybe we'll be loaned out again next season if we don't. You're not going to get your money you're back. You're not going to get your money back. There's, so been, there's been a very occasional flash. That goal against Derby actually played well against Derby because yeah, I remember I had a piece written and ready to go yeah. about saying you know, it was a terrible loan move. And I still think it was a bad loan move. You go to a, t- a club where they're in crisis yeah. and they're struggling, and you're a player who's out of form. He has played football. That's the one good thing that's come out of it. He's played regular football, mm. but in some respects, it's kind of confirmed what we'd already thought, mm. and that he's just played vastly over the odds. I, 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 I'm not being wise after the event I think we all said it I, I certainly said it I can't, I can't believe mm. they paid that much money for a player with that CV uh, I, I said then and I said again he's, he was a player worth a daft million punts if such a thing's possible yeah. um, but he's here he's on a long contract if they're sensible and get him in put him in with the right club next season um, I think he could do you know what he could, that's the only for me that's the only sensible as you said you're not going to get your money back you don't really need to I don't think you necessarily need to take a £5 million mm-hmm. hit you might as well get him out for a season somewhere and see if he can start hitting some form I think it would have been better going to someone like a Charlton or a Shrewsbury Scoring you know, at the top end, the of, top the end of the like pushing for the playoffs, somewhat, so, you know, somebody like that. I think that would have benefited him. Another longer at Blackburn next season. Wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised to see Leeds come in if Paul Hagginbottom stays there, which yeah. is by no means a certainty. Which is a big if, isn't it? Yeah. He's talked previously about how much yeah. he likes him. I think he called Hagginbottom to discuss yeah, the Borough yeah. when yeah. came in. He wanted him, didn't he? And he wanted yeah. him again in mm. January. So. I think he, ideally he'd have gone to Barnsley in January and Hagginbottom would have stayed there. And he'd had another six months with a manager who liked him at a club where I know they've been struggling at the wrong end of the table. The fans know what he's Yeah, the fans know him and like him. He, he, would, he would be comfortable and he might have benefited from that. I think he'll come back from Sunderland and think, I've just lost a year of my career and I haven't really gained anything. Mm. Mm. Derby then will finish up. Predictions? How many will put a Sunderland score? <coughs> uh, predictions tomorrow. Um, well, the sausage signings that I'm providing will be, uh, will be bang on for the car. There's my hey, first well, prediction. If Jono's listening to this, he'll be regretting this. There's a big sauce on mine, mate. No, it's red sauce, mate. No, red sorry, sauce. Uh, predictions, I think Borough will... Um, if Borough can start brightly, which we haven't done in the pre- a couple, last couple of away games, if we can start brightly and score goals, I think they'll crumble. I think Borough can win. If, if they start right, we've got to go, we've got to go and, and attack attack them from the off it's all on first goal for me yeah, Borough get definitely. the first goal you turn the crowd on them yeah. they're, they're nervous as hell they've had a two, two wins in 12 whatever it is <clears throat> I think likewise if Derby get the first goal they're, they're, it's a big crowd in that day at Pride Park mm. it, could, it could get it could get tense and nervy yeah. for Borough um, it was good to see Borough come from behind against Bristol City yeah, showed, showed the right sort yeah. of spirit but that, obviously that's in front of your own fans um, so I, yeah. I think Borough have to score first tomorrow. That, that's the only prediction I'll make. I think I think if they do, the, the cable are winning. Yeah. After after that, after they they got beat against Sunderland, they bounced back well at Preston. 
uh, and then they beat Bolton. So you know they'll be looking to do that again tomorrow, and we we can't let them. Yeah. I think it is make a break for them, isn't it? Yeah, the word coming from them has been that the better suited playing against the better teams. But I guess mm. you're always bound to say that ahead of a ahead of a big course. game. I'm looking forward to it, man. I think yeah. it's a great yeah. game. Sense of occasion, yeah. the derby, big most game. of the time. Big away following bit, as well. It feels like a cup tie, doesn't it? It mm. feels like there's a lot to lose and a lot to win. Yeah. Derby nope. have got a game yeah. in hand, but if Borough were to win there, obviously mathematically they're not out of it. Would, would the real, would the dent, would um, the dent in belief? Well, again, I, th- I think Derby will, will have more than one eye on tonight, won't they, as well? You know, Mill- Millwall, Fulham. I think if if if, if Fulham were to win, um, then Derby will, will maybe be buoyed a little bit more tomorrow, won't they? Whereas I think if, if Millwall win tonight, then it really is. If Millwall win tonight and Borough beat Derby tomorrow, they're done, aren't they? That's them. That's them out of it. Well, Gary Rowett insists he's not watching it. He's going to a barbecue apparently. One of his mates. All right. Bar. It's early for a barbecue. I, bet the, I know it's been warm, but dear me. I bet the sausages won't be as nice as mine. <laughs> 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 Cheers, Gav. Cheers, Phil. Thanks for listening. Take care.